chapel talk this morning is about friendship. Friendship is built on every topic we have discussed here this summer. Our opportunities and our responsibility to seize those opportunities. Kindness and the importance of kindness to a community. Bless you. Being tough-minded and having a high standard for yourself and for others. Courage and courage to be yourself. Truth and honesty. All of these relate to friendship and all of these values are necessary for true friendships to develop. In the early 2000s, a camper named Matt Fifield was one of the early campers to go on a first attempt at the Presidential Traverse, uh, which is a hike along all 23 miles of the Presidential Range in one day. I remember seeing how he looked different walking up to Mem Hall to sing the song after the long walk. Later, Mr. Vinnie asked him what helped him get through those long miles. He said it was three things being able to see his destination, being able to have mile markers along the way to see his progress, and having friends. We will all face challenges in our lives, hard moments that push us to our limits when we are tired, stretched thin, and wondering if we will make it through this difficulty. Why are friends so important in these moments? How do friends help us? Alex. They can tell us that we can still do it and keep us going. Will. They can encourage you by saying encouraging things to you. They can encourage you by saying encouraging things. Tail. They support us. They support us. How, Tail? Uh, like, if you're in trouble or they can help you get out of it or like, tell you what you need to do. You need to boost up. They can help you if you're in trouble. Clay. They can make us laugh in a hard time. They can help us at our lowest. They can help us at our lowest. Thank you, Ian. Teddy. Help you take your mind off something with good conversation. Ethan. They let us know we're not alone in the situation. They let us know we're not alone in that situation. Peter. They're there to pick us up mentally and physically when we fall. Henry. They remind us of who we are. Peter. They listen. They listen. Wyatt. They can, they can keep us level headed. Tucker. They can help you if you're struggling, Sonny. They can help you if you're struggling. DJ. They can just make you better. Amanda. They can show us a different perspective. Maybe it's not as bad as we think. Mateo. They can give us feedback that we're most likely and is most e easy to listen to. Friendship is life-changing in all the best ways, many of which you just mentioned. And when we talk about friends here at Pasquani, we're referring to more than just casual acquaintances. We're referring to people in whom we have trust, who we know will keep our confidences. With this sort of friendship, most people are lucky to have just two or three of these friends in a lifetime. 
Sir Francis Bacon, who wrote a wonderful essay on friendship almost 400 years ago, said that a friend redoubleth joys and cutteth griefs in half. Our happiness is twice as great when shared with our friend, and our grief is half as burdensome when they are there to help us let it out and carry it. Bacon also says friendships alleviate the suffocation of the heart. They alleviate the suffocation of the heart. And he goes on to say, the principal fruit of friendship is the ease and discharge of the swellings of the heart. No receipt openeth the heart but a true friend to whom you may impart griefs, joys, fears, hopes, suspicions, counsels, and whatsoever lieth upon the heart to oppress it. Those that lack friends to open themselves up to are cannibals of their own hearts. Perhaps that's why people with strong friendships evidently live longer. Their hearts are stronger. Thoreau wrote that most people lead lives of quiet desperation. A friend helps to relieve that desperation. We all know the release that comes when we can tell a friend anything that is on our mind, when we can relax and know we don't have to be somebody else in front of that person. Mr. Vinnie used to quote a study that examined why people had been successful in the face of adversity when many other people around them had not achieved similar success. What makes people succeed despite the odds being stacked against them? There was only one significant variable these people had in common. They had one adult who believed in them. At Pasquani, we have the opportunity to make friendships with people of all ages, and we have the opportunity to believe in each other. I know of no other place where that opportunity is so abundant and so rewarding to make friends with people who are not your age. When Amy and I got married, we had to limit the Pasquani guest, guest list to 25 people. I was 27 years old, the youngest Pasquani guest was 17, and the oldest was 73. And I've called on those people throughout my life. Instead of singing a solo act on stage, I have a choir. One of the greatest fears we have going into a new place, as all of us have experienced, is am I going to make friends here? Am I going to meet people who like me and whom I like? We all have this desire to be a part of the vine, to be a part of society. Charles Kingsley, who was a very successful English clergyman in the 1800s, when asked to what he attributed his success, said, I had a friend. Just that simple statement, I had a friend. In the dining hall, by the plaques recognizing the deceased members of our board of trustees, there's an allusion to Ecclesiasticus. A faithful friend is a strong defense, and he that hath found such a one hath found a treasure. A faithful friend is the medicine of 
life. Faithful friends, the medicine life. So if having friends is so important as we hike over life's trails, if it is so beneficial, if it really is a medicine, how do I make them? How do I make friends? Wesley. Take interest in other people and reach out to them. Gray. Take risks. Elliot. Acts of kindness. Max. Being vulnerable and showing your true self. Being vulnerable, show your true self. Tail. Having similar ideas, Having similar ideas or ideals. Hayden. Being able to listen. Being able to listen. I got a few people. Talking ja with them and not to them. Talking with them and not to them. Thank you, Jackson. Sammy. To have a friend, be one. DJ. Trust. All those things you just mentioned are hard. Friendships are made. Friendships are earned. Friendships, like our lanterns at night, must be fueled by our values and refueled by our investment of time in them. We have no right to friendship. We have no right to it. Friendship cannot be bought. It cannot be downloaded. It cannot be turned on and off. We must go out and do the real work ourselves. A few pieces of advice to help with that work many of which you've already named. Listen. You've heard that several times. I said last week that if searching for the truth is like stumbling around in the dark, listening was like a candle to help us find our way. In the search for friends, listening provides the same illumination. Listening is an act of service, an act of kindness. Dale Carnegie said that a person makes more friends in two weeks by being interested in others than he would in two years trying to make someone else interested in him. There's a wonderful book on friendship that Mr. Vinnie showed me by Alan Lloyd McGinnis, who was a psychiatrist in California. In one passage, he talks about one of his clients who was having a hard time making friends, and it reads, I once knew a woman who hated parties. Before going to a social engagement, she said, I just told myself, try hard, be likable, say bright things, talk. But to keep up that front, she said, I'd end up drinking a lot and I'd come home depressed and I just didn't fit in. But now before going to a party, she said, I just tell myself to listen with affection to anyone who will talk with me. I love that phrase, to listen with affection to anyone who will talk with me. To be in their shoes when they talk, to try to know them without arguing or changing the subject. My attitude is, tell me more. This person is showing me his soul. It might be a little dry, a little meager, and full of small talk just now, but presently, Presently, 
he or she will begin to show me his or her true self. Then he will be wonderfully alive. Imagine listening as a way to let others become wonderfully alive. Imagine being surrounded everywhere you went with people who are wonderfully alive. That is how we should live. Do not be afraid to listen. Sometimes when we are listening to someone with a big problem, we feel helpless because we don't have that wise, perfect answer, that piece of advice that would help them out of their predicament. But usually people don't expect that. Usually they just want help talking things through. Sometimes when you toss a problem out on the table, it is easier to think about it. It prevents the clutter and the confusion that builds up in our head. So number one, listen. Number two, be trustworthy. To become fully alive in those conversations, people are testing our trust, testing if we are someone they can rely on. A good friend is going to trust that you are not going to gossip about them, that you are not going to share their most fragile thoughts and fears. You're not going to go off blabbing about them. And a good friend is directly proportional to that trust. Another story we tell is about a person who was drunk and saw his minister out on the street. And the, he said to the minister, Parson, I'm very sorry to have you see me like this. And the parson said, well, Michael, the Lord sees all things about you. And that person replied, yeah, but he's not such a blabbermouth as you are. Listen, be trustworthy, then be courageously honest. A true friend is somebody who is another self, who reflects ourselves to us and helps us see ourselves more clearly and will help us to see ourselves more clearly by being honest. Do not be afraid to disagree with your friends. Their questions, their disagreements, may be some of the most important things we ever hear. A good friend will tell us when we are taking the wrong turn. They will tell us when we are off base. Sometimes they help us before we make a bad mistake. And people often make bad mistakes when a friend fails to speak up. Francis Bacon says again, it is a strange thing to behold what gross errors and extreme absurdities many do for the lack of a friend. We can all be the type of person others want to have as a friend if we are honest with ourselves. If we reflect and examine, am I doing things that I would want in a friend? A good friend allows solitude. They don't insist that we are with them all the time. They allow us to have freedom and to have other friends. They don't try to have power over us or to intimidate us into doing things. Guinness would say, as a test for us to see if we fall into this kind of behavior, ask, do we usually end up going to the movie or restaurant that I prefer? Do I enjoy correcting the factual errors in other people's conversations? Do I use humor to put down my friends? Do I have to know more about a topic than others to feel comfortable discussing it? Mr. Vinnie would often add, 
Am I always talking about myself? Do I mock others for doing what they believe is right? Do I dominate or control the conversation? Am I expecting my friend to be a servant or to be a friend? A faithful friend is the medicine of life. They're not trying to impress us. We must be intentional about the friends we choose. Someone once told me, if your life is a movie, you are responsible for how you cast your life. Who you bring up on stage and what characters shape your story. You are responsible for casting your life. We've got to beware people who encourage meanness in the name of friendship. If you start feeling yourself being afraid to do something right because you're afraid of what this other person will think, think about who your better friends could be. That's a good time to re-examine who you want to be in your movie. Beware the false friends who encourage your worst. A past camper once said that the difference between a really good summer and a bad summer was the friends he had chosen. The second summer, the good one, he learned from the previous one and chose people who were going to encourage his best. So, to review advice for how we make friends, listen. Have integrity to be trustworthy and the courage to be honest. Reflect on yourself and choose your friends wisely. We do not know how much time we have. Be intentional how you spend your precious, precious time and how you spend it with those who bring out your best. Lastly, and perhaps most importantly, the phrase that captures all others that Sammy shared, to have a friend, be one. To have a friend, be one. There's a Hindu proverb that says, help thy brother's boat across, and lo, thine own has reached the shore. Helping others makes us happy. Helping somebody else work through a problem helps us with our problems as well. When you find a friend in this search through the dark, and this is wisdom that we've said, we think for all of Pasquani's existence, grapple them to your soul with hoops of steel. Find those friends and keep them. Water and weed that delicate garden of friendship. We've sown these thoughts about friendship. Now it's time to act and reap the benefits and actions of friendship. Let's go be those listeners. Be the people who are kind. Be the people who are trustworthy. Let's have friends by being friends, by being true, good friends. Let's draw others to the vine. By doing so, we strengthen them, we strengthen ourselves, and we strengthen the vine itself as we push, push each other over our summits.
Let's be a treasure to each other. Let's be the medicine of life.